Blog Talk Radio. This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Friday, April 22nd, 2022. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast provider and never miss a show. Today, we have a very special guest. Leandra Dove, affectionately known as Elle, is a black American designer. She was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and from the time she was eight, she knew she wanted to be a designer. One of her first designs was inspired by a Georgia O'Keeffe painting. She is formally taught and received her BFA in fashion design and merchandising from the International Academy of Design Technology, Orlando, in 2012. She later launched Lorenza James by L. Dove in 2013. I was making beautiful garments that I couldn't wear the entire time I was in school. Now I want to serve women that look like me. Lorenza James by L. Dove has seen its ups and downs over the years since its conception, but has always found a way to thrive and serve the plus community through stylish looks that turns heads and provides comfort. Leandra is a finalist for the Cultivate Award Year 2, presented by the Curvy Fashionista with founding sponsor Eloquy. And let's welcome Leandra L. to the show. Hi, how are you? Hey, Shanice, how are you? I'm I'm so good. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to catch up with you because we've met before in person at the TCF Style Expo, but it seems so many moons ago since before the pandemic when everything was normal. Right, right. I miss meeting people in person. I think that's that's where everybody really got a chance to know me for real. <laughs> right. So before you were in the fashion industry, what was your background? What were you doing before you even got in fashion? Um, before I got in fashion, that's kind of a tricky question because I literally everything I did was to land in fashion. <laughs> but um, as far as regular jobs outside of my business, I was in retail for a very long, well, food and beverage and retail, and I was in management for a very long time. Um, so that that was fun and interesting. <laughs> a lot of experiences there. <laughs> and then what inspired you to become a plus-size fashion designer? Well, I've literally, like I was, like you said, I've never wanted to be anything else but a fashion designer. My first dress I designed when I was um, in elementary school. It was based off of Georgia O'Keeffe painting. And then the next dress I did was like a number three dress, which I still have yet to make. It's literally, it looks like a number three, and that's why we called it that. And my mom is like, you definitely need to make this one day. And I still haven't made it but I probably will very soon. Um, other than that, when I was in college, we, as as we're formally taught, like we only learn how to make a sample size eight. 
And when I got out of school, well, no, while I was in school, I had to figure out how to make plus-size clothes on my own based off of everything that they taught us. So all of, like, the basic patterns, I would take all of my sample eights and make them a sample 14 or 16. I think at the time I was wearing the 16, 18, somewhere like that. So I would make them in my size so that I can start making clothes. And then when I graduated, my parents helped me officially launch my brand. They bought all my sewing machines, all the fabric, all the things. And we just kind of took off from there. Well, you were blessed that you had the support. That was a blessing. Right. I am extremely thankful for my family and my parents. They, like, literally, my mom was like, you are kind of spoiled because at one point my dad was like, anything she wants, just just go get it. And my mom was like, oh, really? That's how we do it? (laughs) And I was like, thank you, daddy. Thank you so much. (laughs) Every step of the way. And he was like, yeah, just right now we got you, but you need to figure this out. (laughs) So, well, what was your biggest obstacle getting your brand off the ground then? Um, My biggest obstacle, um, I would say, is continued funding is one of the bigger ones. And then having guidance and developing a team, I, I guess it's a trifecta for me, um, because all those things can potentially be ongoing issues as you're building and growing your business. So those are like the number one things. Um, it can make it really difficult to uh, mar- what's it, market your brand mm-hmm. and gain a following. And like, it's, yeah, social media was around, but like the way that we could do it now is so much easier to reach people because I think I was relying heavily on Facebook. And then um, in order to get the word out and word of mouth. So events have been like the biggest thing to kind of help in that area. But financially, it it has been extremely challenging (laughs) to keep my business open because I've had to close it a couple of times over the years in order to, and then just come back to it in order to see that it continues to grow in some capacity opposed to being stagnant. Right. So what has been some of your major accomplishments as a designer so far? So um, one of my major accomplishments, I know one off the top of my head, was when I was published, um, uh, I did an interview for Plus Model Magazine. That was really big because I I remember I had got some really bad news. I went to the doctor, got some bad news that day, and then I got in the car and I saw this article that was published, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm screaming in the car. I was like, yeah, see, can't nobody stop me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was published by Plus Model Magazine, and then um, just, I don't, I, I think, that's the only one I can think of right now off the top of my head. I've been published at other places, like, um the Atlanta Voyage magazine, I was published there, but it's always like a big celebration anytime I do anything. Um, but this is probably the biggest thing that I've undertaken uh, so far that's been kind of challenging. <laughs> and so what do you think makes your design stand out from others? Um, the thing that I would say makes my design stand out is the personality that I put in it, the care that I take in the details that I pay attention to as far as how I dress 
women that look like me and how I dress bodies. I also try my best to I try my best to be truly size inclusive. I know um, before the conversation got bigger, I was one of the few designers that was designing up to a size 32, 34 at one point. And so um, that's one of the things that I've, that that does set me apart. And then the details. The details. I do take an account of the lifestyles that the women that wear my clothes. Like I know we have moms, like I'm a mom, and other career women, and then we like to be sexy sometimes. So we want to get dressed up and go out and you know hang with our girls or our significant other. So I try to cover a lot of bases, but I do see my brand growing to touch a lot of a lot more categories in the future. So and I'm excited about that. Now, you just touched on the size range of your clothing. What is the price point of your clothing? Um, The price point of my clothing, I think, is between um, a a mid to high range. So it's somewhere around 85, and I think the most expensive thing that I've made, uh, not including custom, is probably like maybe 200, 250, something like that right now. But as I grow and learn new things and want to add more details to the clothing, I really it can it can be more expensive than that. But that's all dependent on the woman that I'm dressing that day. <laughs> right, right. Now you are a finalist for the Cultivate Award Year Two, presented by the Curvy Fashionista with Eloquy as founding sponsor. How excited are you about that? Excitement is not even the word, okay? If there's anything above excitement, that's what I am. I have been, like, I've had the nerves, I've had the anxiousness and the anxiety. I've done the happy crying and the, oh, my God, sad, I don't know, the disbelief crying. Like, I've done it all. It's, I, I think I've never experienced this many emotions in such a short period of time. <laughs> Where is the anxiety? Where's the anxiety coming from from being a finalist? You know, um we as as for me personally, I've always struggled with feeling like I'm good enough. And so once I got to this point, it was like you got a little bit of validation, but it's still like what if this is still not good enough. What if I still have some more to go? So that's where this where the anxiety comes from. But I was extremely happy, and I do have to keep pinching myself and saying, "Yo, you got the validation. Somebody believes in you. You're here. Out of all the people in the pod, here you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's for y'all. Here you go. Here you are. So that's where the anxiousness and anxiety comes from. But I always try to like quiet those those voices and just be like, you know what, you're good. You're good enough. This is this is what it is. You have people that believe in you. And you wouldn't be here if you didn't deserve to be here. So Absolutely. I have to keep saying that. Right? I always remind myself um, of a verse that says your gift will make room for you. So I have to just keep reminding myself that my gift is making room for me. And I deserve to be where I am. So Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> And this competition was created especially for black, indigenous, and people of color plus size designers. So being a part of this demographic, 
Do you feel there are a lack of opportunities for you in the fashion community, which is why this opportunity is so important? I do feel like there has been a lack of opportunity or making it available to us in a way that we can obtain it. Because everybody says, oh, the opportunities are out there, but um, we don't always know or are not always taught where to find those opportunities. Um, So, like, for this particular thing, I'm aware of it because I'm already a part of the plus-size community. But outside of this, in the grand scheme of being a general business owner, it is hard to go digging. You literally have to go dig around to find different things. And then when you do find them, sometimes the qualifications are out of your reach. As a small business owner and as a small black business owner, some things still are withheld from us as a community. So that that is why I'm extremely appreciative of opportunities like this and the emphasis on finding other black and well, BIPOC designers um, that they specifically made this for. Yeah, and even if it was a mainstream um, contest for black designers, usually the plus size don't really get equal opportunity. That's true. Um, It is a lot of focus on straight sizes and being able to provide for, I guess, what's presumed the greater community, even though statistically they say that plus size people, we outnumber everybody else. So I don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) We outnumber everybody else. And they act like we ain't spending no dollars, but the money is there and it's been proven time and time again that the money is there. So I don't know what the what mainstream the problem is. They need to get it together because we're here. We ain't going right. <laughs> right. Now tell us how having a capsule collection with Eloquy would be a game changer for your brand. What like that was like one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this um, because it would increase the notoriety of my brand. People, it would literally, like, put me on another level. I remember when they first did the the first round of announcements of us as finalists, I picked up so many new followers, <laughs> so many new followers, so much traffic to my site. And I'm like, if that was just off of the email blast, if that was just off of mention on social media, what would it look like if I actually, if everybody could see on a larger scale what I'm really, really capable of with the funding and the team behind me and my ideas and all of the stuff that that's working in my brain? Like, what does that look like? I'm really excited about that. I actually, yeah, I'm really, really, really excited about that part. So it will be a definitely a game changer. It will be an understatement. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, a serious understatement because that's like the leg up that's going to literally signify that, like, the sky is, no, there's the sky is not even a limit. Like, there is nothing that I can't do after that. Like, that's how I feel about it. I don't know. That might be, like, putting a whole lot on eloquent shoulders if if I get chosen, (laughs) if I win. They probably like, girl, we can do a lot, but I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) But, no, it would be a confidence boost, too. So, I understand what you're saying. Oh, yes, it would. 100%. So in addition to this competition, who are people you are looking to collaborate with in the plus industry? In the plus industry, um, are we talking about like other brands or like 
in the it could be in, in both <laughs> influencers. Um, people have named celebrities, brands. Just who? Okay. Who? Just tell me your dream, your dreams of people that mm. you would like to work with, because you never know who might be listening. That's true. You know what? I would really love to work with um, Torrid. I would love to partner with Torrid because I'm already a shopper of their brand. And then um, as far as any celebrities go, Lizzo, because she literally just released the shapewear thing um, and her shapewear loungewear uh, athletes, it's, it looks so comfortable. I would love to partner with her. And then if I could do um, – who who else? I you know what? I would really love to work with Gabby Fresh. Um be for more than a few reasons. <laughs> I would really like to work with her because she is so well versed inside this space. She has experienced a lot of the same things that I've experienced as an independent designer and as an influencer. So she would be great to work with and learn from along the way. So those are a few that I can think of right now off the top of my head. And so what is the ultimate goal of your brand overall? Oh, that's like my favorite question. So the ultimate goal for my brand, um, I want to create jobs in my community and in other communities and through making the clothes. I literally, like a lot of people have this thing where they, they start their brand and they send everything overseas to get made. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to create jobs here in the United States and in my community by mm-hmm. opening up my own manufacturer. I, like I literally want everything manufactured here in the United States. I want stuff to be as much as I can source, have it sourced in the United States. I want to um, be able to hire out to other BIPOC brands um, and businesses and corporations and have everything kind of feed money back into our community and in our spaces. And I want those to be a teaching space for any young women or men, anybody that wants to learn more about fashion. I want to be able to be a hub for, like, like I want to be that company that, Um, designers that are coming out of school or still in school, like, yeah, I want to go do my internship there. Just like everybody, like, in the movies, you always see them say, oh, I'm doing my internship at L, I'm doing my internship here, doing it at Essence, all the different, like, I'm doing my internship at Lorenzo James because I know I'm going to get what I need to get, and I want to work there because it's a great work environment. And I want to, um, that's going to be my leg up in this industry. And then I always want to be able to give back um, in any capacity. I want to literally be what I needed in my community, for my community, for me, when I was coming up, (laughs) if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's so many things, like that's the grand thing. And then, of course, I want to have the expand into different categories and all that other stuff, but that's like my ultimate goal is no matter how my business grow, I want to make sure that I'm staying connected and building the community that built me. So, And do you think by being based in Atlanta, you have a good area where you can do that at? Because I think Atlanta has a good plus community that's growing. You know what? Atlanta does have an amazing plus community here. 
Um, and I do believe that I will be able to do that because I don't just see myself staying just in the plus space. I do want to stand to straight sizes just so that I can cover all the bases and, like I said, um, incorporate more categories. We want to do kids, men's accessories. I want to do it all, <laughs> and I want to do it here in Atlanta, and there are so many opportunities for black independent businesses here in Atlanta. It's not just the plus community, but um, all of that. And I love just to see how um, the plus community is growing and they're expanding beyond just being the quote unquote plus community and just being to ourselves. We're, Mm -hmm. we're making strides as individuals and we're reaching more and beyond our community. So I really love that here. Yes, absolutely. And do you have anything else happening that we can be on the lookout for? Um, As of right now, I don't have any major events because events are just kicking off. But this weekend, uh, this Saturday, the um, after immediately after the Cultivate Award uh, preview or whatever the show, um, I'm going to be releasing my whole collection. So everything that y'all see on the screen is going to be available to purchase immediately. So that's the only thing. And I was doing just one new look a week, but I will go ahead and drop this full capsule collection for everybody and everybody will be able to shop it. Okay. Well, that was smart. So everything will be available <laughs> on your website. Yes. And my I have a, um, a Etsy store right now. And hopefully we will be moving to our own domain. We'll see what happens. I'm a very smart businesswoman. I gotta conserve where I can. <laughs> so how how do you get to it? So you said it's no official website right now. You have to search for you on the um the other oh, side. Oh no! If everybody is on um, social media, I'm assuming then you could just click the link in my bio and go straight to my store. Other than that, you can visit um, www.etsy.com slash shop and then put Lorenzo James by L and it'll pop right up. Got it. Um, and go ahead, what you about to say. And tell us um, all of your social media pages so we can follow those. Okay, of course. So on my design page is designer underscore L, that's E-L-L-E, Dove, D-O-V-E. And my personal page, if you just want to get to know me outside of fashion, then my personal page is L, that's E-L-L-E dot Dove, D-O-V-E. And both of those are on Instagram. And then if you are into TikTok, then, of course, TikTok is L underscore Dove. Um, on TikTok and Facebook is just my brand name, Lorenzo James by Elda. Same thing with my uh, personal page, it's Elda Blog. And I do have a blog, it's www.eldove.com. And you can really, because people don't like to read, so I put a lot of information over there, <laughs> over video content. So if you really want to get into nitty gritty and you really like inspiration and stuff like that, you can follow my blog. Um, I talk about DIY stuff, family life, um, fashion. I have closet sales over there all the time and um, and so many more things in general inspiration. I really like inspiring people to be them be- to be their best selves. There, okay, so you're so. you're a designer slash blogger. 
I am. I'm a designer, blogger, influencer, all the things. That's why y'all catch me out in all these streets. <laughs> I really enjoy. I really enjoy social media and connecting and building community. So that's why when um, COVID happened, I couldn't really because most people know me because I bounce off the walls at different events. Like I'm literally dancing all over the place, and um, so most people know me in person. They're like, "Oh, that's L. We already see somebody dancing middle aisle. That's L over there." Um, and so I really dug my heels into social media when everything kind of closed down. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be an influencer. And I just start posting and talking and, and trying to inspire people um, to find their better selves. Well, and if so you are an influencer, would you wear another designer's clothes on your social media? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. 100%. Yeah, I wear other brands all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, because as much as I love my own brand, I don't wear my own brand all the time. Sometimes it's too fancy. My favorite thing to wear is a T-shirt and biker shorts, especially when it's hot outside. And that's usually my uniform the whole summer. So, or some type of bralette and some baggy. So, like, well, coincidentally, right now, I got all my own brand on, but... <laughs> But, yeah, I, and I like to wear other black-owned designers and T-shirt makers and stuff like that. So I try my best to put money back into my community as much as possible. Nice. Well, it was so great talking to you today. I learned so much about you. And oh. everybody listening, make sure you watch the Cultivate Awards Year 2 happening tomorrow, Saturday, <laughs> April 23rd. <laughs> at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook Live. And so I, are you going to even get any sleep tonight, or are you going to be nervous all night? Oh, see, I have so much to do. I'm having a white party and a game night right before the Cultivator War, and then everybody's going to watch. So I have a lot of family. I don't think I'm going to have time to be nervous, and I typically do better when I don't have to focus on whatever it is that's really big. So. I don't know. Okay. Hopefully I'll be able to sleep. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck to you and continue success with everything you have going on and definitely keep in touch. All right. Thank you so much, Shanice. It was great talking to you. Great talking to you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you to my guest this evening for being on the show. I've been your host, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com.